Not until we see people as people will we stop labeling people. Welcome back to On My Walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture reading's aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. Yesterday, I mentioned that I'd finished Max Hastings' outstanding volume, Vietnam, An Epic Tragedy, 1945 to 1975. And I'm working on a number of other books. I actually just finished reading Let My People Go Surfing, The Education of a Reluctant Businessman by Yvonne Chouinard, the founder and owner of Patagonia. I'd encourage you to check out my review at On My Walk. This book really had me thinking. I'm also reading John Updike's Rabbit Run. Now, Updike, he wrote this book way back in 1960, and he captures the angst of a young man caught in a marriage and in times he just simply does not like. I'm also reading Karen Job's commentary on 1 Peter, a, a different kind of read, but Karen's work is outstanding. But in the midst of all that, I can't put the 850 pages of Max Hastings' work back up on the shelf just yet. There are too many aha moments to share, including this one, which I'm entitling, We Were the Gooks. What is a gook? Well, a gook is a term of derision for a foreigner, especially a person of Philippine, Korean, or Vietnamese descent. And it was used in a very flippant, derisive way by American soldiers to speak of the enemy during the Vietnam War. One of the things that Hastings does so well is to help us see how war brings out both the best and the worst of the human spirit. Take racism among troops, for example. It was particularly incendiary among whites and blacks, but at times the war, or probably better, sharing the burdens of the war, made soldiers who were once openly racist stop seeing color, forge lifetime friendships, and recognize how ignorant they had been. The same holds true with respect to Americans' attitude toward the Vietnamese, both North and South. Many Americans had their cultural blinders on when they traveled to Vietnam, and I think they did what many of us do when we encounter another culture. We have this tendency to view it as less than our own. That was the soldier Reg Edwards until he had his own racial awakening his own aha moment of human realization in 1966. Listen to Hastings' description. Now, warning, this is graphic. They were awed by the impact of their own firepower. Nelson watched airstrikes, artillery, small arms fire, devastate a hillside. 20-millimeter gunship rounds chewing up the ground. We thought, man, we're really in control here, he said. Nobody could walk through all that lead. Generals felt the same way, yet vast tracts of real estate remained untouched. Even in the midst of a barrage, an astonishing proportion of enemy soldiers survived. The rigmarole involved in proving a kill to higher authority could be grotesque. Reg Edwards delighted his platoon sergeant by shooting a Vietnamese who proved to have a hand grenade. God damn, this is fucking beautiful, the NCO kept repeating. Edwards was then ordered to drag the body back to camp. He said, His arm fell off, so I had to go back and get his arm. I had to stick it down his pants. It was a long haul, and I started thinking, You think about the mist and the smells the rain brings out. All of a sudden I realized this guy's a person, has got a family. 
All of a sudden, it wasn't like I was carrying a gook. Frank Scotton wrote, By a peculiar syllogism, people like us don't live like animals. Vietnamese live like animals, therefore they aren't people. Vietnamese were too often considered subhuman. Only a rare American combatant recognized the sophistication of Vietnamese culture and its relationship to the environment and concluded we were the gooks. I appreciate Frank Scroton's commentary. Only a rare American combatant recognized the sophistication of the Vietnamese culture and its relationship to the environment and concluded we were the gooks. Unfortunately, cultural ignorance and racial profiling is not only a combatant problem. I think we all realize this is a human problem, but one that dissipates when we stop to realize, as Reg Edwards did, hey, that guy's a person. He's got a family. And I'll add, when we see that guy was designed and created by the same God who made me. You see, the Christian worldview in general, and the Christian cultural view in particular, leaves no room for racism and negative stereotyping. Listen to what Genesis says. Then God said, Let us make human beings in our own image, to be like us. And they will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And listen to this. And behold, God said, it was very good. And then writing to the Galatians, Paul says that in Jesus' church, there is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. You see, there are no gooks, no Japs, no blackies, no long noses. That's what the Vietnamese called the Americans. And I know it when I stop and reflect the same God made us all. The same church holds us all. And time spent walking through life face to face, shoulder to shoulder, can unite us all in ways that honor God and the people he made. So if at any time I stand aloof, and I adopt a derogatory mindset rather than walk and talk and live life with those who don't look like me and don't share the same culture as me, then I've got to step back and say, we were the gooks. Now, I don't like ending on a negative note, so here's to more Reg Edwards awakenings apart from the Reg Edwards atrocities. Because not until we see people as people will we stop labeling people. There are no gooks. There are no long noses in God's economy. May there not be any in my life or your life as well. And that's my thought on my walk with Max Hastings and Vietnam, an epic tragedy. My question is always is, what will you do with that thought on your walk through life today? Today.